listening to Productivity with Holly, a practical and relatable podcast sharing actionable productivity tips for business and life. I'm your host, Holly Barrack. Thanks so much for listening. Dropping every Monday, episodes will be a combination of solo and guest chats. And now, in the interest of productivity, let's get to it. Hello, welcome, and thank you so much for tuning into Productivity with Holly. It's absolutely wonderful to have you here. Before digging into this episode, though, can I just ask a favor of you, please? If you're enjoying what you're hearing, I would be eternally grateful if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Leaving reviews helps me to reach more people, to build my like, no trust factor. And when you do leave a review, I actually take the time to read that review and to thank each person. So if you're a business, that's actually a great little shout out for you too here on my podcast. Now, today I'm speaking with Rachel Ryder from Hopscotch Branding Studio. Rach is a brand stylist and mentor to flourishing female entrepreneurs, helping them find clarity that they are seeking to be confident in delivering their brand message. And then she goes ahead and creates a bespoke representation of their brand through gorgeous imagery. And I know because that's who, Rach is who did my beautiful branding imagery. So, are you ready? Let's go. Rach, thank you so much for joining me on Productivity with Holly. It is an absolute delight to have you here. How are you today? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm just, oh, it's so good to see your face and hear your voice. And for anybody who doesn't know, before we get into it, Rach is the absolute genius behind my visual brand. So look, there is a little bit of bias here, but I also wouldn't have her on the show if I didn't think that it was going to be of absolute value to you. So thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, Holly. You're most welcome. So briefly, can you just tell us who you are, what you do and what you love? Sure. Well, that's easy. I'm a brand stylist and mentor to flourishing female entrepreneurs. That's what sets my heart on fire. I mostly love to get to the heart of the brands that I work with um, by extracting their essence, helping them to find the clarity that they're seeking to be confident in delivering their brand message. And then I translate all of that stuff visually um, to create a bespoke representation of their brand personality. Um, I live in Adelaide with my hubby of 12 years and our four daughters and our dog. Beautiful. (laughs) Adelaide's such a beautiful part of the world. Oh, it really is. It's such a beautiful place to live, um, particularly the beach close by uh you know I grew up in the Sunshine Coast so I love a bit of of coast (laughs) but also the wine region is not quite handy to have um yeah I would think so and uh yeah I'm partial to a bit of coastline myself being a Geelong (laughs) girl um but Okay, so this one's a little bit of a loaded question because I know that there is so much to this, but can you explain to us a little bit about what branding is? 
Yeah, absolutely. There's there's huge misconceptions associated with branding and what a brand is and what branding is. So um, my definition of branding is the process of creating a strategic foundation based on the unique benefits of your product or service aligned with the perceived need of your ideal customer. So the main goal of branding is to position your product or service in the hearts and minds of those ideal, perfect, soulmate, amazing kindred spirit customers um, by appealing to their emotions and highlighting your point of difference. And um, I thought that I might just clear up some jargon if that's helpful. Please Um, do. so, So a brand, a lot of people think that your brand is like literally your logo. Um, And that's, you know, that's fair enough because a logo is part of your brand, um, but it's definitely not the entire summary. So your brand is actually what people are saying, thinking and feeling about your product or service. It's sort of like what you would imagine people to be talking about over a coffee or something, you know, like if someone had had experience, had experience with a product that you had and they were gushing over it to a friend, like those types of words and feelings and emotions that they're associating with your product are actually what, what creates your brand. Um, so branding, I already defined, it's the actual process of discovering, you know, your foundation and your strategy and being able to translate that and actually help to influence the perception of your brand. Um, and so your brand personality is the visual, vocal and sensory elements that are used to communicate your brand message and identify your brand. And just on that word identifier, <laughs> is literally your logo. Your logo is a symbol or an identifier of your brand. So that's something that people can associate with your brand. Um, It helps to communicate your brand personality and it should be instantly recognisable. So it's not your whole brand. It's literally just one very important element of it of how you are communicating and how you are being perceived. Um, So I hope that those things help to clear up branding a little bit more um, because it really is quite, quite the labyrinth. It is. And when you speak of identifiers, I, you know, my, my specs, even though that is not um, my main element of my visual branding, it's, something that people associate with me. And of course you absolutely just knocked it out of the park with my specs. I still love them today. Uh, so they will definitely be uh, featuring a bit more in my social media than what they already do. And I do know that they are dotted throughout my uh, visual branding, but it is those identifiers that you say that make you stand out because I remember going to Legoland one day and somebody came up to me and said, are you made AVA? Are you Holly? And they said to me, it's because I recognized your glasses. And I'm just like, they're just stock standard Ray-Ban frames. I love that. But it's because you, you saw that they are an essence of my being and that they are an identifier and that, you know, it, it's, it's just worked itself out organically, you know, it's. Yeah. 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 And, and that, like, I love that. I love, I love 
that so much. And so, you know, Holly is referring to one of her branding elements. So she, you know, I sort of see, because I sort of look at branding from a more holistic point of view, my job, I guess, is to create a brand personality and more specifically a brand identity that contains elements that create a stronger um, link to, um, to, to what you want to be known for and how you want to be perceived or, you know, things that do strongly associate with your product or your offer or, you know, and extract those sorts of things that people want to be sort of associating with you and, and your glasses were one of those things. And, you know, I think we, we really did focus on the fact that, um, at, you know, particularly at the time when you were doing virtual assistant work, um, that was something that was a very personal thing, you know. So we knew that your ideal customer was, you know, it's, it's like bringing on a very intimate team member because they get to, you know, that you knew were very empathetic towards that. And sort of by demonstrating in our branding, your branding elements, you know, a personal element that just sort of helps to strengthen that connection and that and that relationship um, and and that humanizing of the brand, um, you know, that you do so well anyway with, you know, showing your face and and all that sort of thing and being vulnerable and um, all of that comes into it as well. But, you know, by including that sort of like it's almost like um, cementing those two things together, like your brand identity sort of overlaps with the that human sort of part of the brand and um and that was a beautiful thing and and that just was proof when somebody came up to you and recognized you because of your glasses (laughs) that was brilliant it was thank you perfect it really was and thank you for that yeah it's ah I I just I, I have to agree with everything that you said there I don't think I could say it any better um so thank you um now as I said, there is a bit of bias here because of having worked with you before with my visual branding, but you are a true branding genius and you brought, (laughs) you're welcome. My, you brought my visual branding to life. And I just want to know, is it imperative for your clients or your future clients to know what they want from the outset when they come to you? My clients? Yes. Um, absolutely not. No, definitely not. And that's, that's actually why you would, well, why I would encourage you to invest in a brand strategist or designer. Like if you're feeling like you don't have all the answers, then they can help you find the answers. So you, you don't even need to have an idea, you know, like you don't have to have any foundation or strategy in place at all, or even be able to articulate your message so the job of a brand stylist, or in my, I call myself a brand stylist, but it, there is strategy involved as well. It's to es- extract all of those necessarily, necessarily, sorry, necessary <laughs> building blocks, um, foundations, the pillars of your brand, pull them all together into a cohesive brand personality, and then translate them for you visually. So this whole process, like the process of branding that we were talking about before, that's what brings the clarity and the cohesion that most people are seeking. So it's common for people to think that they have to have all of these things figured out. Like so many people say, oh, I don't know that I'm ready. Like I don't know my brand well enough, but that's 
you know, doing this process actually helps you to discover those things. Um, and it, yeah, so it's actually the other way around to what a lot of people think. Um, the process of branding actually helps you to figure all of that out. I 100% agree and can speak from experience because I know that so when I started working with you on my visual branding, my um, Mayday VA, when I was still doing virtual assistant work was only, I think it was four months new. So, you know, it was very, very much in its infancy. And once we had completed the process, once I had all of my visual elements together and I had and I still use it to this day, it's in front of me right now, I have my brand style guide. That's my Bible for anything that I do with my visual branding. And even, even with Instagram, so for instance, because that, that is my key social media platform, I'm still referring to it and I'm like, okay, so these this is my style guide. These are my colours okay, how is everything going to fit visually and how how does it look? What do I need to break it up and to balance it and to make it? I'm, I mean, I'm first to admit, I do not like a perfectly curated feed. I am all about um, natural. I, I don't want to say organic, but I don't want it. I don't like things to feel, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not curated. Sure. Yes, curated. Yeah, I don't like to fit things to feel curated. I do have slight curation in that I have um, my green Sunday planning tip tile or my seafoam Sunday planning tip tile, I should say, <laughs> um, and that breaks it up. And then in between there are other images, but it's not a checkerboard. It's not um, – you know, like it's, it's just, yeah, it's not curated. It's, it's, it's authentic. Not, yeah. It's authentic. That's right. Yeah. But I still couldn't do that without my style guide, you know, like it's just, it's everything. Yeah. And I think like with Instagram, you know, it, it sort of, it seemed to have like started out being, you know, highly curated were the, you know, were the accounts that were getting the most attention. And then we went through phases of, yeah, as you mentioned, the checkerboard, there's the puzzle feed, um, there's the ones with the, you know, the, the, you know, we refer to the grid of nine because that's what's visible, but, you know, with a whole image, it sort of takes up that, you know, there's so many different things out there, but I truly wholeheartedly believe that you, you know, I'm with you. Um, authenticity is certainly the way to go, but it still needs to look and feel like your brand. And if somebody goes to your Instagram feed or finds you on Instagram and then they click on through to your website, it needs to feel the same. It needs to look the same. Um, so, you know, I'm all for, you know, authenticity and, um, you know, genuine posting and, and selfies and all that sort of stuff um, integrated with, uh, you know, some branded, more branded looking um, posts where you can sort of, yeah, filter your color palette and, you know, hint at your fonts throughout. And, and that actually, I mean, that saves you time as well, having templates set up for that. Um, but yeah, I think there's this beautiful balance that can be achieved, particularly on Instagram. And I know that we're digressing, but um, <laughs> yeah, it can, it can be done. And, and I think it's just really important to remember that consistency is what's going to help to cement your message as well. Um, and, and give you that sort of professional brand that everyone's looking for. Um, consistency really is the key. 
Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I'd realized that in my digression there, when I went off on the tangent about Instagram, what I was actually going to say was that once I'd received my brand style guide and my branding elements, logo, sub logo, et cetera, I did put off doing my website because I was scared. But then once I did it, it was just like that. Everything came together. And that having that brand style guide, it is a guide. It, 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 it's almost like Rach is there holding your hand saying, okay, well this bit, you know, what about putting this bit here? Obviously there's a little bit more thinking and stuff involved, but it just makes life so much easier for you when you're building those, those tools, um, for your business. And, I guess that will actually lead us into my next question, which is how do branding and productivity go together in business? Yeah, well, (laughs) it saves you time. It saves you so much time. I think even just what you were saying then about having your guide there, you know, everything that you do in your business, um, not, it's not only because you won't be grasping at straws, you know, about how to even how to write your social media post for that, because you'll have an understanding about, you know, who you're, what your type of, what your customer needs to hear and the type of language that they need to be hearing and how you can express that. Um, but it guides everything in your business. Like it, it, it will guide once you really understand your brand and, and where you're going and the personality that you, that you have as a brand, you know, it guides the decisions that you make. It will guide collaborations. It will, you know, um, even your offers, like even your services, you know, it all centers around that, the heart and soul, which is your brand. Um, and just with regards to the visual point of view, like the translation of the brand visually through your brand identity, um like you'll be saving time because you won't have to sit there experimenting in canva like you won't be changing your colors all the time you won't have to worry about what font is what you know like what type of fonts to use um you'll have your colors you'll have your imagery to guide you you'll have everything in place to create a confident and consistent brand message and we were talking about consistency before so that's the other thing is that, you know, like you don't have to feel like you have to get creative, you know, like you, you've done that where if you work with a stylist or like a brand stylist or a strategist, or you do this work, um, you, you just, you won't have to guess anymore. And, you know, even whenever that self doubt comes in the imposter syndrome, you will have a focal point to come back to, to recenter yourself and know that, you know, it's almost like a conviction, like this is me, this is our brand. This is what we stand for. This is where we're going, regardless of where anyone else is going, this is us and this is who we are. So it, it really does guide your entire business. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't stress that more. Um, and there, there really is a lack of education out there about how important branding is and how important it is to do as early as possible. Um, when you're starting a business, um, because you just like people, you don't know what you don't know, you know, like you register for an ABN, you come up with a cool business name, get yourself a logo and you think you're done, but there's so much more to it than that. And it can actually help to really, um, yeah, it can really help to progress your business in the early stages by presenting that professional look and feel, you know, even just that will take you so much further because you will be attractive to the right people. Yes, absolutely. And that is exactly what I was speaking about before is that once I got everything into place, um, my business just went from strength to strength. 
I went from having no clients to a fully booked calendar and I'm still fully booked. And then it also gave me the confidence to realize that, well, hey, actually, it is time for me to move into the role of a productivity coach and step away from the um, virtual assistant sphere. So, but I've established my brand and people, you know, it, it still associate Mayday VA with me. And I think as well that a virtual assistant is somebody who is organized. They are productive. So it's kind of just a natural progression, um, that I've gone into the role of the productivity coach. And I think something else that I love as well is my tagline is helping you move forward in your business. And I'm still doing that. It's still that same inherent thing. So before we round it out, Rach, can I ask you, what is your number one productivity tip? Certainly systems, processes, and automations. And that includes your brand style guide. Yes. That is basically, you know, a standard operating procedure, I guess, for (laughs) your brand. (laughs) So, yeah, like templates, email copy, guides, anything that you can automate, do it. And, you know, this is something that I always tell myself. If I'm doing something twice, then it's time to make it a process. Like, you know, never repeat anything that you don't have to. Even if it's like replying to inquiries, you know, always, you know, then you can have just an, a Word document with the email reply, change the names, you know, obviously customize it, but you're taking out half the work. So stuff like that, I'm really a huge fan of. Um, and then you can also make sure that it is, you know, aligned with your brand voice. You don't have to think about it. Yeah, certainly systems and processes. Oh, you're just, you've just ripped my no you haven't ripped my heart out you my heart is pounding because it's just the perfect thing yes absolutely perfect and and I'm going to say it again so I've had my brand style guide for over 18 months and I still use it yeah. every single day so that's you know and and I there are, I know it outside of you know inside out I know my hex codes because obviously yeah. a lot of the work that I do is um, in, with my visual branding is um, is for web. So I'm, I'm yeah. either using RGB or hex code. I don't use a lot of my CMYK codes because I don't need to print. That's, that's just the nature of my business. Um, and, you know, and I'm always checking, oh, am I using the right um, font family here for my headings or my subheadings or my body text and, you know, thinking about with Instagram stories, how they've got all of those um, options now with the typefaces like, okay, well, is this a serif kind of post or is it a sans serif kind of post? And, you know, like it, it's really, it does, that brand style guide keeps me on my toes. It keeps me thinking about, okay, what am I communicating? And it just, it takes away the anguish and the, um, the uncertainty it's, yeah. and you know, uncertainty is, is unproductive. Oh yeah, exactly. Cause you're guessing and you just constantly like worried about whether or not you're doing that right. Exactly. Absolutely. (laughs) So Rach, final question. Where can we find you? Well, I do hang out on Instagram quite a bit. So that would probably be the first place to go. 
Although I should probably say my website. So my website is hopscotchbranding.studio, but you can find me on Instagram at just hopscotchbrandingstudio. Same for Facebook. Um, but yeah, that's you'll find everything you need to go if you go to any one of those places. So I would love to, um, yeah, have you. I have a lot of fun over on Insta. So I think that like one of my brand values is fun. Yes. So if you're not, yeah, I just truly believe that business should be fun. Otherwise, why are we doing it? So come over and have some fun. Send me a DM if you want to. And yeah, absolutely. No. And love to. Can I just say Rachel's corner of the gram is super fun. It's gorgeous. And I just love watching her stories as well. It's always, always amazing. So, thank you. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for being here with me today. I've loved having this chat with you and I cannot wait to see all the beautiful things that come out of Hopscotch Branding Studio. <laughs> oh, thank you, Holly. It's been absolutely awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Not a problem at all. Take care and we'll speak soon. Bye. Bye. I always love speaking with Rach and here are my takeaways just for you. You don't need to have the answers or strategy or ideas or a concrete brand message about what you want your visual brand to be before you start working with Rach. That is why she exists. Number two, establishing your visual brand and your brand voice at the earliest opportunity in your business will actually save you time in the long run. Once you understand your brand and where you're going, it really guides the decisions that you make, your collaborations, your offers, your everything. Your brand guideline will help you to create a confident and consistent brand message. And Rach's number one productivity tip is to have systems, processes, and automations, and that includes your brand style guide. She says that she find if she finds herself doing something twice, she knows that it is time to make it a process because ultimately you don't want to repeat anything that you don't have to. Rach, thank you again so much for joining me on this episode. And if you would like to find out more about Rach and what she does at Hopscotch Branding Studio, you can head to hopscotchbranding.studio. That is her web address, hopscotchbranding.studio. And you can find her on Instagram and Facebook as well. Just look for Hopscotch Branding Studio. Of course, these will uh, appear in show notes um, soon enough. And that, my friends, is the conclusion of this episode of Productivity with Holly. If you would like productivity tips and podcast goodness delivered to your inbox, head on over to www.maydayva.com.au. If you're on a computer, just wait for a little while. Um, You can have a look around as well, but a pop-up will eventually appear and you can pop your details in there to become a Mayday VA business Betty. If you are on a mobile, just scroll down a little bit and find the Mayday VA Betty, uh, Mayday VA business Betty sign up um, for you to get all of that goodness. If you would like to book in for one-on-one coaching, head to the coaching section of my website for more information. And the Organized Biz Village will be opening in 2021. So head to 
organizedbizvillage.com.au to go on the wait list for more information and all the updates and all the good things relating to Organized Biz Village. And of course, you can find me on Instagram. I do hang out there. Uh, Just look for Mayday VA. I'm in stories occasionally and I like to post three or four times a week in my feed. So, yep, come and hang out with me. I'd love to have you there. That is it. Take care, stay safe, and I look forward to your company next time. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Productivity with Holly. If you've enjoyed this episode or any others that you've heard, I'd love for you to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. Leaving a review helps to build the like, know and trust factor and helps me to reach more people. To find out more about how I can help you maximize productivity in your business, head to www.maydayva.com.au. And if you'd like to see what I'm up to on a more regular basis, come on over and join me on Instagram. You can find me at MaydayVA. Thanks again for letting me share this time with you today. I really understand and know how precious time is. And until next time, take care and stay safe.